Welcome back to It Takes Two. Amy Eiler, J.J. Gordon on the Mighty 790 and 104.7 FM KFGO. Thank you for making us number one. We are honored to spend part of our day with you. Amy and I were talking yesterday about this debacle taking place with the Elvis Presley estate. Lisa Marie Presley recently passed. Priscilla Presley, Elvis's former wife, is still alive. And now there's a question of whether or not Lisa Marie's uh, trustee pieces can be handed down to her grand or to her children, Priscilla's grandchildren. It's it's a mess, and so I thought, you know, who's good at cleaning up messes like this? Brandon Erickson from O'Keefe O'Brien Leeson Attorneys. You hear him during trust talk. So we said, Brandon, how about getting into the world of celebrity gossip for a little bit? Welcome back to KFGO, Brandon. Hey, thanks for having me, you guys. Okay, so can you give us your synopsis of exactly what's taking place with the Elvis estate right now? Yeah, so briefly, and interesting, I actually do a slideshow presentation about the Presley estate because when Elvis died, he actually didn't have much money, and all there was left was his Graceland um, and a lot of other stuff. So all of his records and stuff were sold, but uh, eventually Lisa Marie became the controller of most of it. So she created a trust in the 90s to try and grow everything, and and then she sold about 85% of that to a company, investment company, who took over the majority of Presley's, you know, image, likeness, et cetera. But she did end up growing her 15% to be pretty uh, well in value. And she, and through this trust, she set it up so eventually it could stay in control and go to her kids. Well, in 2016, she got in a legal battle with her business manager. And I imagine, I'm assuming, it's just my assumption, that she made this purported amendment in 2016 that removed him and her mom from any control of the trust. Well, it sounds like there was some issue with execution of that and making sure it goes to Lisa Marie's daughters, and I think that's why they're getting a legal battle where they're at. And um, it's kind of very interesting. I don't follow celebrity much, but I do follow stuff like this. You know, one of the things that kind of leaps out at me is, you know, they're saying one of the things that Priscilla Presley is contesting about this is the fact that she signed just a blank piece of paper that sounds like it got stapled to the end and the signature. There's no notary, uh, you know, stamp yeah. on it. And so it's missing pieces that someone in your world would say absolutely insist in being on, you know, a, a, a trust that's being changed. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I am licensed in California. I'm inactive right now. But I can say when we do these documents in California or North Dakota or Minnesota, the notary part is very important. You know, the fact that somebody's name is misspelled or something like that, or, you know, there's a typo here and there, that happens. And there's a lot of weird names out there and people kind of rush through documents. But a notary or witnesses to the execution of these documents is really important because how else do we prove that that person was there at the time that they signed that document? So if it is missing something like that, that can really prove fatal to a document for because, you know, a judge is going to look at that and say, how can you prove to me by a fact that she signed on this date? So is Priscilla Presley just looking to maintain more control? Because eventually this should be going to Lisa Marie's children, right? Eventually, So after Priscilla dies, it should move on to them no matter what. Yeah, you know, it really depends on what the trust says, and I have had a chance to read that. I'm, I suppose eventually that trust will be filed in court, or if it is not already, but it, it will be made public record eventually. But, you know, from what I understand and what I've been reading about it is that the estate in Lisa Marie was heavily in debt. Um, and so these three children of hers, you know, the one daughter who is a co-trustee, theoretically with Priscilla now, depending on what happens, you know, she may want the estate to go one way. The other two kids, 
who she had with her fourth husband may say, you know what, we don't want any part of this, and they, we want it sold, and we'd much rather have a cash because we don't really have a connection to dad, you know, even though he's one of the most legendary, or I mean, not dad, grandpa, um, Elvis, you know, besides being a legendary, you know, icon in our culture, but, you know, they may would rather have cash and want it sold. And so I think, from what I understand, maybe, you know, people say it's a money grab by Priscilla, you know, it may be, maybe she's trying to keep, you know, Elvis's estate intact and go on. You know, I think that's to be seen and to be determined. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that makes the most sense is that she's trying to keep everything intact because she's worried about what might happen if it goes to this next generation. That makes the most sense, right? Not yeah. that she's trying to do something or pull something away from her grandchildren rather keep something intact that may not be as important to her grandchildren that makes the most sense doesn't make her because she doesn't look like the good guy in all this right let's just be honest about that i mean it doesn't look it's not a great look for her but then when you really sit back and think about it and you're describing these documents with no notary and all this messiness you think that these people who have celebrity status, who have wealth, who have all of this stuff. We think that they have all of that. We're like, well, of course they have their stuff together. Of course they know how this works. Of course they have a good attorney like Brandon Erickson looking out for them. But that's not always the case. No, it's not. I mean, the closest to home example is Prince. You know, he died years ago in his estate. He didn't have anything. And, you know, and. Who knows what you know? What he really wanted to do with all that money he had, and that thing was litigated for like eight years in court, and it just recently resolved with all sorts of people getting money. And he didn't have a single thing prepared. And, and wait, yeah, hold you know, on. It's, I, that went for eight years. Like that just got settled not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, that just that just resolved not too long ago. Yeah. And and okay, if he has nothing on paper, then how did they decide what to do with it all? Well, you know, usually it goes to, like in that case, it, it goes to the laws of Minnesota, what we call intestacy, which means you just die without a will. So the laws of Minnesota typically control who it goes to. But, you know, with celebrities, you know, they may have a ton of money, but they typically also have a ton of debt and creditors and loans and, you know, things that are financed. So, you know, everybody's got to line up. we got to get it all in order. And then, you know, people come out of the woodwork and say, oh, yeah, Prince was my, you know, long lost cousin. And he promised me one night in a bar that I was going to get a third of the estate. And well, you know, how do we disprove that and, and things like that? So now we're everybody's wow. hiring attorneys and getting everything, mucking everything up. So. Messy. And, and Brennan, I'm when you read about the Elvis Presley, you know, estate, what I think is interesting is it has a lot of feels close to home here because it reminds me of someone who owns a significant amount of farmland and is passing it on to future generations. Essentially, it's an estate that will continue to make money after the owner's passing. So for Elvis, it's, you know, albums, it's the movie that came out, likeness rights, things like that. And in the farm world, it's, you know, who's farming that land and what it's producing. So are there, like, weird similarities between those two? Yeah, it really is, you know. And and Lisa Marie, to her credit, did a pretty good job of saving Graceland and making it into kind of this, you know, despite everybody describing it as a gaudy entertainment feature, but a lot of people like to go there, and it, it made a lot of money, and it can support that family most likely for, for a long time. But, yeah, then you start getting into scenarios where, you know, people start getting too removed, too far away from the farm in your scenario, J.J., and they say, you know what, I haven't been to that farm in 30 years. You know, I'd much rather have the cash so I can pay off my mortgage in Arizona or California, you know, and I never get back to North Dakota, and, you know, I, you know that check I get every year for 5000 well, I'd much rather sell that farmland and get a nice fat check for 100000 So, 
you know, it really, you know, the parents and the grandparents can set that up to try and control that. Um, but the more removed it gets, the much harder it gets. So you really need some proper planning to try and achieve your goals of what you want to do. And, you know, Lisa Maria, it sounds like she was trying to do that. And, you know, and unfortunately, with celebrities, you know, people love to say bad things about people. And so Priscilla is kind of in this tough spot now, it sounds like. Interesting. Well, I'm sure this won't be the last we hear about it. Like you said, for no. the Prince situation, it took eight years. Do you, I mean, is this a matter of years, not months, to get resolved? Yeah, you know, and honestly, they're really challenging the 2016 amendment, and the trust is set up to say, you know, who was in control. They're really just challenging who is control of this trust, you know, and then it's going to become validity of this amendment. You know, I imagine with this much money involved, you're going to get a lot of law firms and a lot of, you know, before it goes to trial, a lot of setup. So it could take a year or so. And honestly, you know, things like this that I've challenged can get done in a rather, you know, a few months or something. So it really depends on how complex it is, how much evidence there is, you know, all the witnesses, if this can be set for trial or not. But, um, you know, I don't think there's really any question as to what the purpose of the trust was. They're really arguing about who is in control of it and who is, you know, and everybody's, you know, everybody wants to be in control of it and get their fingers in it. How ironic after you see the movie Elvis and you find out how many people controlled that man over the years yeah. and how little freedom he had to create and be the artist he wanted to be. It's still going on decades later considering yeah. the, you know, the stuff he made and the things that people love so much about him. Yeah, an interesting story to also read is Jim Morrison, similar type of story. I mean, he was he died pretty much penniless, but his name and image and likeness and records went on to make tons of money. And the family fought over that for years, and now it's, I think it's in control of, like, his ex or his girlfriend's parents or family or something like that now, well after his death, making money off of him. So, you know, it's, yeah, like you said, Amy, you know, people think the celebrities got an order and they got all this money and got everything planned out, but, you know, they see that, yeah, sometimes don't, so. Yeah, so don't take any notes from the celebrities. Just call Brandon Erickson and get it done, okay, people? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah if the celebrities yeah. are listening right now, just call Brandon here Yeah, in if Fargo. the celebrities are listening, yeah. I'm sure he can get going in California again. Um, I'm yeah. sure that's that's an easy thing to do if he's got enough clients to make it work. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with his estate. You know, in Graceland, too, you know, it, it's such a neat thing of our culture. It'd be, you know... If it gets sold off and run by, you know, Disney or something crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That could happen, I suppose. It's also interesting because there's there's a weird rule for corporations buying places where people are buried. I I was on a weird mm-hmm. podcast the other day. and I was going to say, how? Wh- why are you oh, researching oh yeah, that? Yeah. And, uh, you know, Graceland, I mean, that's where Elvis there's was laid to rest, buried. his grandson, yeah. and now Lisa Marie. And I suppose we don't want corporations uh. just, like, buying up cemeteries. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like, you I mean, don't, you don't want, talk, yeah, like, that's why, right? Yep. Yep. And, and, you know, you're talking about remains and what what was the promise that was made, you know? Yeah. Don't, I mean, yeah. there's a great movie called Poltergeist in the 80s that was about the same thing, too, yeah. where they moved the headstones, but not <laughs> <Yeah>. the bodies. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Brandon, we appreciate you and uh, we'll see you uh, for Trust Talk coming up in February. All right. Sounds great, you guys. Um, talk to you soon. Thanks, Brandon. Bye bye.